This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. Even if they don't offer the Roth 401k, don't make that an excuse not to save money in there, right? Because you want to take advantage of any kind of match at all. It's, it's free money, it's 100%. So we want free money first. And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. Yeah, the best, um, I think, statement we ever heard was you move from forever tax to never tax. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning, Southeast Missouri. You are listening to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative financial solutions we are the retirement people Woo-hoo. you yeah. just love doing that don't you i do you took it away from me last or a couple weeks ago i can't remember so. i know yeah I know. so maybe i'll just keep you know keep you on your toes that's here. a good idea either need, sometimes need, do it sometimes not I probably need to be on my toes you doing okay this morning yeah doing great how about okay, you i'm awesome i'm awesome let's go all okay. right we're gonna have an awesome show lined up for all the folks out there thank you for listening to our radio show mm-hmm. It's every morning, every, excuse me, not every morning, every <laughs> Saturday morning from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. right here on KCIM, KSIM. Uh, and you can also listen to this show along with past shows on our website. Mm-hmm. It's theinnovativeteam.com. You go to our website, click on the button, find out more, and then you'll see uh, past shows. And you can also, at that point, download our retirement income toolkit. Yes. Was that my trigger? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So if you haven't downloaded our retirement income toolkit, you need to. Again, um, go to our website at theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com, and you'll click on uh, the Retirement Playbook radio show icon, which is our picture. It says find out more, and there you can download it. It has four articles included in it, information on Social Security planning, uh, tax planning, information on our generational vault which is a product that we provide for all of our clients. Um, it's a really a virtual safety deposit box, just a wonderful tool that we offer. And just lots of good information to get started on your retirement journey. Thank you. So everybody should go out to our website and download the Retirement Income Toolkit. There's no fee, there's no strings yep. attached or anything like that. It's just great information that we're bringing to you. Hopefully you're listening to the show every week and you're getting information as well. Right. If we're not talking about some of the things you'd like to talk about, shoot us an email, okay? Don't just complain. Do something about it. It's the retirement playbook at gmail.com. The retirement playbook at gmail.com. Shoot us an email about anything you want to talk about or, or uh, have any comments about. So or questions you might have. Questions you might have. So, uh, okay. Are we ready? So the end of the quarter just happened. Yes. Uh, so we've got some market updates mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. on what the investing markets are doing. You know, a lot of the things we talk about on this show are definitely more planning oriented. But uh, obviously, we help people implement those plans and uh, invest their money for them. And uh, so so people like to know and hear about uh, what's going on in the market. So we have that coming up later with Matt Bryant from Grady Investments. We also, uh, I was gone a couple uh, days this past week and uh, went up to uh, do some training for yeah, folks. Yeah, what an honor. That was, I, I just, I, I'm still proud of you. I mean, well, you know, I mean, I know you're, I'm your wife, but I should be proud of you. But I, that was what a neat honor. So when just, can I brag about you for a minute? Well, no. Well, no? okay. Yeah, I can't. No. <laughs> Basically, it was a great opportunity for me to, uh, share some of the things that we do, share mm-hmm. some of the processes that we have that have made us successful. And it was just so, um, it was just great. I love giving back to the, our community here locally. I love giving back to our industry because I think it is such a great industry for us to be able to help people accomplish their retirement goals uh, or even really financial goals is just such an honor. It's about helping other people, and if we can help other advisors be mm-hmm. better advisors to Agreed. their clients. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's why we're all here, is to help people. Yeah. Okay? And serve others and find our why. All those things that are really important, and all the other things that we do on the side are just byproducts. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all right, here we go. We're going to get into our actual show this week. Uh, there's a lot of things that we'll bring in in addition to this, mm-hmm. but our main topic is going to be protecting the surviving spouse. Daniel, how many times do we see it when one of our clients um, passes away Mm -hmm. or one of our friends of our client passes away and they come in and they tell us the story about how devastating it has been, not only emotionally, not only physically, but also financially. Right. And so there's lots of things that you can do now to help ease that situation. Mm -hmm. 
And um, so we thought, you know, let's let's bring this information uh, to the people yeah. when it comes to protecting a surviving spouse because that's what you want to do. Look, if I'm providing for a family or if we're providing together for a family financially, we want to make sure that if something happened to me or if something happened to you, what would we do? Right. And you want to have a plan because the last thing you need to do is make a decision when you're in a high emotional state. Correct. Yes. So if you have a plan and it's written down and people will see it, you know, uh, kind of going back to the whole having a trust and working with an attorney, mm-hmm. uh, making sure that your things are taken care of. So um, this is this is often little addressed, right? You know, with 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 financial advisors and their clients. Um, we'll talk about some of the more basic things, and then we'll get into some things that you probably have not thought about as well. So agreed. Okay. And, and again, I think a lot of our topics, we, we kind of go into some of those topics that people don't want to talk about because, I mean, nobody wants to think about dying or a spouse dying. But, I mean, it's the reality. I mean, <laughs> somebody's going to go. Well, so let's some face point, it, too. So. You know, women live longer than yeah, men. Yeah, that's why I wanted to talk about this topic. I need to make sure I'm prepared. Well, <laughs> exactly. And you're two and a half years younger than that's I am. That's right. So that's right. It's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's a great topic. I mean, you know, we need to, to make sure we're ready for all of these things. And, you know, like I said, in previous topics, it's all just about planning and planning when it's not in a crisis situation, not an emergency situation, um, being able to have those discussions now. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, according to a report titled Key Findings and Issues, I brought, I found this information here, longevity for a 65 year old couple. There is a 72% chance that one will live until age 85. 72% chance that mm-hmm. one will live until age 85. Uh, 45% chance that one of them will live until age 90. You know, we've kind of always said 50, but mm-hmm. okay. The official number from this report is actually 45. 45. Mm-hmm. Uh, 18% chance that one will live until age 95. So um, you don't look. It's kind of like these statistics remind me of when I have discussions about long-term care, you know. Right. Uh, what should I do? Well, I'm a veteran and I can go to the veteran's home, but I don't know what my wife's going to do. You know, what do we got to do? Provide coverage? Do we want just pay out of pocket? You know, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, is that with this, the loss of a spouse, it's important to know how that will affect the surviving spouse's standard of living. Right. You know, right, because that's lifestyle. what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, like you said, and that's the last thing you want to have to deal with because you're already dealing with the loss of a spouse emotionally and all those things. So, yep. Right. Yep, making a plan. So so, so to kind of hit on your point, uh, if if you've walked into a nursing home in the last couple mm-hmm. of years, you know exactly what we're talking about with the whole women thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. I, I remember a couple of years ago when we went and visited your grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before she passed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. At, at a local nursing home. And we went in there and first of all, you know the smell, right? Yeah. So the, the, so the second thing is, though, is that we went into the, the break room or the, mm-hmm. the meeting, whatever you want to call it, and it's all women. Yeah, yeah. It's all women. Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable to me mm-hmm. how many women versus men that were in there. But yep. uh, anyway, so, uh, yes, definitely women tend to live longer than their husbands uh, I guess, you know, I wonder why that is. That we're would just, be something interesting to ask just the our audience, and they can then send us an email <laughs> with I, their thoughts on why women have a longer life expectancy than men. That would be fun. Yeah. The retirement playbook at gmail.com, <laughs> folks. Well, the retirement playbook at gmail.com. I can't just say it's because we're the better gender. Well, you can say that, <laughs> but it doesn't make all that much sense. Okay. Yeah. All right, so according to another report, older women, or excuse me, older Americans in poverty, a snapshot done by AARP, more than 70% of retirees living in poverty are women. 70% of retirees living in poverty are women, over half of whom were not poor Mm. before their husbands passed away. Wow, that's really scary. Man, big time, right? So when a married person um, uh, passes away, their surviving spouse uh, typically has to live on one Social Security income. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we've talked about this before, yeah. but I think it's a and good reminder. Is, it is. Yeah. A, it is. Absolutely. So let's just take an example. Mm-hmm. You're bringing in $2,000 a month. I'm bringing in $2,000 a month. I pass away. How much do you get? $2,000 a month. That's exactly right. Yep. Okay. Now, if mine were to be 2500 mm-hmm. and yours was 2000 and I pass away... 
How much do you get? Oh, I hate these quizzes. Do I get the higher 2,500? You do. You yes. get the higher of the <laughs> <I> two. <passed. laughs> okay, so let's think about this from a planning perspective, folks. So when you're doing Social Security planning, and again, this is all built into our Social Security mm-hmm. maximization report. So if you're interested in anything related to Social Security retirement income, not so much disability, but retirement income, then you need to call us at 332-7855. Get us get this report, mm-hmm. okay? Social Security maximization. Awesome report. Lots of information. It's, it's, it is. And, and the reason I bring that up is because that the surviving, uh, be, the survivorship benefit is the most overlooked when it comes to Social Security planning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have a husband and wife. Maybe the husband made a little bit more. Maybe the wife made a little bit more over their career. So maybe we ought to let that higher earners keep growing okay uh, because you get that eight percent increase from full retirement age all the way to age 70 okay now you, if you can make it cash flow wise because now they have such a higher benefit but when the uh when they pass away the surviving spouse gets that higher benefit mm-hmm. does that make sense it does and sometimes it can be equal to if you do it right to what you would have collected if you'd have both collected early at age 62. Mm. Got it. I mean, I'm being serious. Right, I mean, it can right. be very close. I can so see that. It's really uh, a deal where you need to do the planning now because you're only getting one benefit at the, that. Now, will your expenses be reduced? Sure. But are they going to be reduced to whatever the highest benefit is? I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's why you need to do a plan because every plan that we do is customized and individualized to that person. Right. And to that couple. Yep. So anyway. There we go. I'm yeah. Done now. Do you feel better? Yeah, I feel better now. Yeah. <laughs> well, and just another plug for our retirement income toolkit. Um, if you want to know a little bit, just basics on Social Security and just kind of maximization, um, that's in our retirement income toolkit. Again, not a customized report for you and your spouse, but it does kind of start the journey there. So, okay, we're done for this segment, but stay tuned for our next segment because now we're going to get into some actual steps that you would take if, at the loss of a spouse. So it's all next right here on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Tax planning can be very difficult, and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855 to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Once again, that number to call is 573-332-7855 or visit theinnovativeteam.com. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Okay, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. You took it. I did. <laughs> and um, so we're here every week uh, from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on KZIM, KSIM. I didn't mention, though, that you can actually listen to us on the app. You know, everything's an app nowadays, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So they, KZIM has their own app. You can search your Play Store or your App Store, and uh, it's black and yellow. And it's KZIM is what it says out on the front of KSIM. So you download that app, and you can listen to us live from anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. And you can go to the website, too, as well. To listen to past shows. Mm-hmm. Right. This is for live, though. Live. Okay. Live. <laughs> okay. All so, right. so this week we've been talking about... What do we do? How do we protect mm-hmm. a surviving spouse? So we get this situation a lot. Uh, you know, hopefully that you uh, have worked all of this out. And I'm sure everybody listening to this show, because we have really smart listeners. We do. Uh, have already done all of this and all the planning has already done, been done. But if you haven't, I would highly encourage you to work with your financial advisor, work with your uh, attorney, and even maybe your tax accountant to, to formulate a plan that makes sense that if one of you were to die, that the surviving spouse would be totally taken care of mm-hmm. and there's no issues at all. Yep. Okay. Now, is that absolutely going to happen every time if you, if you do planning? No. Okay. There's always going to be something that pops up. But uh, the more you do now planning-wise, the easier this whole thing will be, and there won't be any high emotions decisions, which are never a good thing. Right. Okay. I think that's the goal. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, so uh, some of, we talked some of the ways. 
Yep. So we talked more about generalities in the first segment. Now we're going to get into, okay, what do you actually do when one of the spouse uh, mm-hmm. passes away? Mm-hmm. Or okay. things to prepare for it. Yeah. So here's kind of a list, and this is like number one here. So first, I would encourage you to make an inventory of all physical and non-physical items. Okay. So why do you do this? Well, we want to make sure that we have everything documented. Obviously, the more documentation you mm-hmm. have, the better and updated okay. and, and uh, thank you Great yeah point. i mean that's and true updated. right so some people have it from 20 years ago it's changed a lot i'm sure so exactly yep. so you make a list of all your items in your home and the value associated with those okay because i have no idea how much any of your shoes are worth why is it always my shoes well because you know that's i mean they're the they my thing. thing i do love that's my shoes thing. that's right uh power tools which i'm not a big power tool guy but it's something you, that's tends yeah. to be very valuable it is for some people mm-hmm. um a gun collection mm-hmm. collectibles um uh there's the computers i mean there's lots of things that you have mm-hmm. that you can't put a beneficiary designation on right okay so what do you do well you make a list of it and put the values next to them you make a list of non-physical items such as brokerage accounts okay so these are things you can have beneficiary designations on but you need a list of them so you know where they're at and who to talk to mm-hmm. okay um, because, you know, we're not talking about kids that would be coming in and saying, okay, what do we do because mom and dad are gone. We're talking about a spouse. And a lot of times you do see that one spouse really takes control of the finances. And the other spouse may not know exactly where everything is. Absolutely. I actually see that a lot. You do? Yeah. So you got to make a list of these things and who to talk to and the values associated with them. And you can do this on a spreadsheet or you can even just hand write it out. Do it the old-fashioned way. And if you're a client of ours, where could you store all this information? Uh, the generational <laughs> vault. Did you like that cue? So it, I did. So we love that service. We Our do. clients love this service mm-hmm. because it really organizes all of this stuff for them. Mm-hmm. But it has a place for you to put it because you kind of go, okay, now that I've done all of this, where do you put it? And somewhere that people know they can get access to it. Yeah. Yeah generational vault it's a great service that we provide here call us about it 332-7855 or look us up on the web at the innovative team.com all right another way to know what benefits are available to you from social security administration okay so lump sum benefits what is the lump sum benefit i think it's what 215 bucks or something like that do you want your cheat sheet yeah yeah. (laughs) maybe take a look at that yeah although you're pretty good at remembering those off the top of your head i know i know sometimes you know i'm I'm like over 40 now i know know, i'm not as good as i used to be well and these numbers aren't always simple they're kind of you know two dollars and Right. some change here or something like that. So. The, the point is, is that, you, you know, you get this lump sum beneficiary benefit here or monthly benefits payable uh, to your spouse slash children. Okay. Um, so the other thing is, is that you need to know the information on your spouse's employer. Mm-hmm. So we already talked about the social security part of it, right? The benefits there, it's the higher of the two. You got to make sure that you do planning prior to electing your benefits. Okay. Because mm-hmm. if you try to do spousal planning with social security benefits after you've already elected right it does you no good yeah it's too late you're locked in yeah it's the higher of the two benefits at the death of one spouse well i know you said mention your you mentioned your spouse's employer and kind of going back and understanding what's there is um i can't tell you how many times when i was working at the hospital you know the hospital provided life insurance um and it was you know one times your annual salary and how many of when when we would have an employee die that the spouse didn't even know that that was there and available to them exactly so a lot of times we were making phone calls saying hey we've got this you know benefit you know this life insurance payout and i mean you know of course usually they were pleasantly pleased but you Uh, know those are things that you don't know so you know right having those conversations is important you know i think from your perspective mm-hmm. or from an HR perspective, mm-hmm. that would have been a really cool phone call. It was. I mean, you know, it was sad because obviously that person sure. lost someone, but, but, but to be able to say, hey, there's some money here for you to help with yeah. the expenses was huge. Yeah. Yes. And, yep. You know, life insurance being tax free too. Correct. So, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of benefits there. Yeah. But but your point though is no information on your spouse's employer's Correct. benefits. Yes. Be aware of what's out there. Um, you know, so that you can contact that HR department or whoever does the the benefits paperwork so that you can find out, you know, what benefits are there for you. You want to know where to locate your tax returns, right? I mean, that's a huge one too. Uh, So do you know where your last two tax returns are? Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't, you need to talk to your spouse about where they are, where you keep them. Uh, Marriage certificate would be another good one. 
Okay, so we're talking about documents you would want to have on file in case something were to happen to your spouse. We want to protect a surviving spouse. Title of the show. Social security numbers for spouse and children mm-hmm. because now you got to rename beneficiaries, right? And put benefic- your beneficiaries on the accounts when your spouse passes away. So I think you that's important because you're talking about having that ready so that you can update documents, totally. right? Yep. Yes, yep. absolutely. Because you don't want to get in a situation where you're trying to do all of that and then something happens to you. Now where does the money go? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to go through probate pot potentially. And that's never a good thing. Right, okay. right. Um, okay, so that was number two, making a list of all, making documentation, excuse me, of all of that information. Um, and then we're going on to number three. It's also a good idea to review IRA, bank accounts, retirement accounts, 401ks for updated beneficiary information. <laughs> you can't talk about this enough, can you? I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. People think, oh, I have a will. It's taken care of. Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, will, all that does is say who you want it to go to, okay? Um, so you, it does not ensure that your assets will be passed on to the people you want it to be passed on to. Uh, and quite frankly, let's even talk about taxes. It may not be the best tax situation either. You know, if you got a qualified account and they make you cash it out, you got to pay all the taxes up front mm. and then take the, the remaining cash, okay? But the point is, your beneficiary designations on those accounts, 401Ks, retirement accounts, IRAs, bank accounts, all that stuff, Okay, it's so easy. It's the easiest and most simple and most inexpensive form of estate planning you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. And it's that trumps everything, right? One, yes, and it yeah, trumps, trumps everything. everything. One piece of form or one piece of paper that says, who do you want your money to go to? You sign it at the bottom. You date it. It's done. Yep. And have so your- now all of that money gets passed on to your beneficiaries, who you want it to go to. And you don't have to rely on anything uh, to say, you know, like wills to say, well, okay, this is who I want it to go to, but I got to get a judge to tell me that oh, it's okay to do that. Right. So do you see a lot of situations where it's mismatched? Because I hear you kind of saying that over and over again, where like a will may say, hey, I want things split this way, but then the beneficiary designation is going to one person. Correct. And 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 and, and like you said, the be- beneficiary designation form trumps everything. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you have written down. or doesn't matter what's in the, what's in the trust, will. doesn't matter. None of that matters. If you have a beneficiary designation form and you have someone on there as, uh, as getting all of your money, that person's getting all the money. Period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Done. Yep. So if something happens in your life, make sure you think about that and how to, do, how to make that change. Okay. And uh, change your beneficiaries. Mm-hmm. Make sure they're updated. Just review it every year. How about that? We just review it every year and we can avoid all of it. <laughs> That's right. That's very true. Very true. Okay. Good. All right. So life insurance policies are the same way, obviously. Um, bank accounts, CDs, individual broker accounts. Um, uh, with, okay. So that, then that's it. Your, your, your assets will pass through any kind of probate, any kind of headaches, frustrations, uh, cost mm-hmm. uh, associated with doing those or having those uh, activities done. It's all bypassed by just simply making sure that whatever can has a beneficiary designation associated with mm-hmm. it. And we've, and we've done, so just to plug some previous shows, we've done some shows and they're titled out there, you know, regarding legacy planning and some other things where we talk a lot about understanding how to put together your beneficiary designations, you know, how to structure those so that they do match if you have a trust or if you have a will and, you know, those kind of things. So I think if you want to go hear some more information on, you know, really making sure you have that ready listen to some previous shows right yeah right okay so okay now we know that we need to document everything at the loss of a spouse or you know to prepare for that really right. it's not it's preparing the it's preparing yes. for it so there we go now uh some of the steps that we could do to take before the loss of their spouses as well is uh, for example if your spouse is a veteran government life insurance and or veterans benefits may be be available to you Mm-hmm. It's good to verify if they're there. Mm-hmm. Just understand again what might be there for exactly. you. Exactly. Yep. What is going to happen? Where do I go? Where is the money coming from at my death? Mm-hmm. Those are the questions that we can answer right. prior to that all happening. And yep. obviously, the, the earlier you do it, the better. Mm-hmm. I think okay. another one you like to talk about is making sure that they have estate planning documents, which we've talked about a little bit. Absolutely. And where can they store those? Right. Oh, back in our generational See, vault. Now I'm, putting, I'm taking your role on I know, now. I know. But, but I can't say enough about our generational vault. And, um, you know, if you are interested, give us a call. We'd love to give you a tutorial on it. Uh, just great information, great places where you can actually store information. But we didn't talk a lot about how you can see all of your investment accounts and, and you know, truly your entire portfolio is stored there. 
and you can actually link to other accounts. So current, if you're currently working, you can link to your retirement accounts at your uh, work to see how that's growing. It's just a great little little tool. I know. I it's know. awesome. It's, it is a great tool. And, and not only do we love it, um, because it helps us be a better mm-hmm. advisor to our clients, but it also uh, obviously helps them. So right. uh, we have a couple questions we're going to follow up with in our next segment. We're done for this segment. Okay. Uh, so it's all next. It's And we're going to have the whole market update. Yeah. With Matt Bryant. With so we've got Bryant. a lot of things coming up in our next segment. Make sure you stay tuned. It's right here on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. There was a time when quality service was epitomized by face-to-face personalized attention, but technology has changed the world dramatically. That is why we at Innovative Financial Solutions have the Generational Vault, which allows you to consolidate your financial life into one place where you can organize, manage, and track your accounts. Upload important information and view your financial information. To learn more about this virtual safe deposit box, visit theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Okay, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. Boom. I thought we were going to do it See, together. No, I like this. I like <laughs> I like keeping you on your toes. There. I'm always on my toes. You are. Always. Well, you used to be all the time. I did. When you were dancing. Yeah, when I was a ballerina. When you were a ballerina. Yeah, I think I'm kind of paying for it nowadays, though. You got yeah, feet problems. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I did sometimes. Actually, they used to be kind of completely numb. <laughs> so now it's coming back. Well, you know, that's not a terrible. No, thing no. You just can't feel them. It yeah. doesn't hurt. You just can't feel them. Yeah. No. Now, now I'm, I'm getting kidding. a little. Yeah. I'm <laughs> now, now some of the pain. Okay, guys. So now we're gonna get into some other things that you could do for protecting a surviving spouse. Some things that you have not thought of that will save you time, money, energy, uh, emotional. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stress, stress, it stress. will help yeah. you with all of that by doing some planning now. But before we get into more of that, I'm going to bring in, we're going to do a little quarter update, right? So the, the second quarter just ended, uh, second quarter being, you know, April, May, June mm-hmm. of, of the uh, performance in different markets and what have you. So we're going to bring on Matt Bryant here to discuss what has been going on. Matt, how are you this morning? Doing well, Brock. Thank you. Great. So uh, tell us a little bit about what happened in the last three months or so, and uh, we'll go from there. Sure. So, you know, as what's been a consistent theme this year has been volatility in the markets, and uh, Q quarter two did not uh, disappoint or deviate from that. Uh, domestically here, the S&P 500 was positive for the quarter, up slightly, just uh, 2 to 3% or so. Uh, if we look overseas, though, emerging markets uh, was down quite significantly in quarter two. Uh, international developed markets, uh, Europe, Canada, those types of those types of economies, they were down as well. Not near as much as uh, the nine to ten percent that emerging markets was down, but still down about four percent. Uh, if we look at uh, some alternative asset classes like gold or precious metals, quarter two was a bit rough there as well, down about five percent uh, wow. over the, the that time period. And bonds, you know, as as we've seen interest rates starting to move up this year. Uh, the price of bonds has not done all that well. Uh, the U.S. aggregate bond index, for example, um, in the last quarter was down about not quite one percentage point. So you look at equities being down, except for a couple bright spots that are up slightly, but bonds are down, gold's down. So it's uh, for, for investors out there, it's it's certainly uh, testing their patience. Yeah, you know, and it's one of those things where you always hear about the the bonds as well, and and interest rates going up, and 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 for most people, and everything I read, okay, is that that's not going to slow down anytime soon. In other words, we're going to continue to see interest rates rise. What, what do you think? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've this has been something that's been discussed for quite some time now. The Federal Reserve has started raising rates. They've raised them this year. There's the expectation that. We'll get a couple more rate increases as we go through the rest of 2018. Um, that's not anything that's a surprise. And the Federal Reserve has been um, pretty vocal about doing it in a consistent manner so as to not take markets or anybody by surprise. Right. Yeah, we don't expect rates to necessarily be coming down. They're trying to get those to a more normalized level. And I think that's something that investors should expect uh, going forward. Now, so there's a couple of ways to look at that, right? I mean, because mm-hmm. most people that are listening to this show, Retirement uh, Playbook, which is they're saving money, mm-hmm. right? And they have money going into it. But when you're borrowing money too, obviously when interest rates are going up, that's not a good thing. I mean, you know, so you have that, that, that way of, okay, I know I have 
three more years left on my adjustable rate commercial loan or, or, or even your residential uh, home. But that's something to think about now, right? As far as locking that in. Exactly. You know, if you're if you're looking to finance something um, and, and rates are starting to increase, essentially that the cost of that loan is going to be increasing, right? right? So, I mean, we've been in a pretty low interest rate environment and I think it's going to continue to be a low interest rate environment. It will be probably moving up a little bit from here. But yeah, if you're looking to finance a project, a new purchase, something like that, you know, now, right. now would be the prob- right a, a good time to do that. Yeah. So, so you, what you're saying is we're not going to have 17% CDs with the bank giving you a toaster at the same time anytime <laughs> right. soon, right? Is That's that what you're saying? Okay. Right. All right. Very good. All right, Matt. Thank you so much for coming on to the show and giving us this update. You know, uh, it's it, again. I think what you said at the beginning, which is volatility has been the story of, of 2018, and that's not going to slow down anytime soon, in your opinion, right? Exactly. You know, it, it's, it stresses the importance of making sure you're allocated properly. You can ride through the volatility, but uh, it's likely here to stay. Awesome. Thank you so much, Matt, for coming on the show. Take right. care. Thank you. Have Take a care. good day. Okay. You know, it's always good to bring Matt on. He's, it is. He comes on every quarter. He's uh, he's a great guy. I obviously know him personally, and uh, he really knows his stuff when it comes to this, and he helps out uh, a lot of the, the senior management there at Grady Investments. So You really enjoy working with him. I do. Yeah. yeah. I do. And uh, so we appreciate you, uh, Matt Brand. Yeah. All right. So uh, we were wrapping up last time. We were talking about the different ways to help protect a li- uh, surviving spouse, mm-hmm. and we talked about you know making sure that you check on your employer's uh, your your spouse's employer's benefits. Right. Uh, you brought up the point that you, when you worked in HR, you actually made that call several times. Mm-hmm. People Just, didn't even realize what benefits were were owed to them. Right. Yeah. Uh, the other thing we were talking about at the very end there was uh, how uh, to check on possible or potential government benefits if your if your husband or wife was a veteran mm-hmm. uh, or, or worked for the government at all. Are there any benefits that are coming as a survivorship benefit? And doing the planning now while you're both still alive is mm-hmm. obviously a, a good thing. And uh, we, they can help each other get that done. Yeah. And of sound mind and, 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 you know, making these decisions when there's not any, uh, we talked about emotional stress, any stressful crisis situations going on, you know, where everybody's feeling good and clear headed and give yourself some time to make decisions. Because, you know, I think um, a good example is you know, we're constantly updating our information because we have minor children. And, you know, a lot of times they're asking us questions, our attorney is, and we're going, you know what, give us some time to think about it. So you're not in a rush situation either. You know, I think that's good to be able to have a very clear, sound mind when you make these choices. Totally. Yep. Totally. Hey, I like a totally. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Well, yeah, hey, it was good. We're getting ready to go to California. Here. That's right. So, so that's what you were getting into your I'm California just, I'm mindset. I'm just getting ready for California. <laughs> totally. You're ready. You're ready. Um, okay. So, but getting back to it, at very least, everyone should have an, a will, a power of attorney, a trust, and a guardianship for any minor, tr- minor children. We know this, right? I mean, these are things that we know, mm-hmm. but maybe we don't do. Right. Yeah. We need to make sure right. that we need to, that we do what we need to do. And I, and I think just a reminder that you're looking at this annually too, at least, you know, or if there's any significant thing that happens in your life. Okay. So, yep. so you've got all of these things now, right? Because you've been listening to our show and we're just preaching how important this stuff is. And you said, okay, fine. I'm going to go see my local attorney to get this done. Now, once your estate planning documents are done, okay, and finalized, you want to make sure that you select an estate administrator. Like, who's going to be the, the, the go-to person mm-hmm. to take care of all these things that you've already documented? Okay, so it's not good enough just to document it. you got to make sure that you... And, by the way, have a discussion with that person. Yeah, don't just say, hey, you're in charge. <laughs> yeah, hey, guess Go what, dude? Um, now you have six months worth of work to do. Correct, correct. Make sure that they're prepared and they're, they're, right. you know, they want to take it on. And so. a lot of times, I mean, there's usually a little you know, financial incentive or fee mm-hmm. for that person to take care of things. For their time so, and effort. For yeah. their time and yeah. effort. And yeah. there should be, I mean, you know, I mean, it takes time and it, sometimes it's work depending on how large and how varied your estate is. Yeah. You know, it's not always about how uh, large your estate is, by the way. I mean, what if you had it all in one account or two mm-hmm. accounts, whatever? I mean, that, that's pretty easy no mm-hmm. matter how much money it is. Yeah. But if you've got real estate, you know, uh, if you've got, you know, apartment complexes and houses and all this kind of stuff, it becomes a lot more, um, a lot more work. Yep. So agreed. Um, so just make sure that you get that estate administrator. It should be someone you obviously trust. 
um, because they're going to be responsible for following all of the rules that you now have created through the trust mm-hmm. and through your wills. Okay, um, so so think about it as someone you trust and um, and is willing to accept the work. Correct. You know, because uh, you may have somebody in mind, and they may say, "Oh, thank you." Well, could happen. Could happen. Yep. So. Um, okay, lastly, and I'll, I'll get off of this, it's good to select a financial planner in which you and your spouse are comfortable with, okay? Because you have to have this, this discussion as well with your financial planner to make sure that they understand what's going to happen at, 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 at my death, okay? So, it, and it's for the rest of your life, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it's important to note that, and I know you've mentioned them, but, you know, you work with a lot of, you know, CPAs and attorneys because this is all, a, you know, a, a, a team effort when it comes to making sure that every, your wishes are taken care of. So, you know, you, you do that a lot and um, you do it very well. So just make sure your team of people that are going to help you carry on your wishes are all aware of what they are. Yes. Make sure you do that. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So we've covered, you know, the probability of living longer than, than your spouse We've talked about some of the other uh, things that you could do personally to take care of your surviving spouse at, at the event of your death. We've, we've kind of covered a lot of the basics here. Um, and so what else do we want to talk about as it pertains to this topic, Daniel? Mm. Yeah, um, let's take a look at, you know, you mentioned that in the last segment that, you know, people, what they can do prepare, prepare before, right? What are some of the ways they can do to prepare after the passing of the spouse? Well, so this is a good you know, follow-up question. Mm-hmm. And um, when that loss um, of your spouse, I mean, it's just a, you can imagine the whirlwind of emotions and decisions that need to be made. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. So the last thing you want to do is be worried about your financial mm-hmm. decisions and right. situation. Um, because there's other people that may have interest as well in the finances of and you've seen that before spouse. too. Oh yeah, and that's you know not what you want to be. And you know what I'm talking about, folks. With. You're talking yes. about you know, hey, dad has passed away, mom's still living, and we have children that are wondering, am I getting any money? Right. I mean, that's let me mm-hmm. let's just not be put it out there. Sure. Yeah, put it out there. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, the first thing a person should do after a devastating loss of a spouse is to update their beneficiary information. Right. So you make Which it you your mentioned. own. Yep. I yep. did make it your own. After a life-changing event, beneficiary forms should be updated and reviewed to ensure all are up to date and no changes need to be made. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, as hard as it may be, another step she should take or he should take is to converse on any important issues that need to be addressed. Okay. So you're sitting down with your children saying, okay, guys, this is what has happened and this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and I think it's important here too, you know, um, to talk about healthcare at that point, because now you've got, you know, somebody no longer that joint partnership between a husband and wife. And, you know, you got to talk to the children or whoever it is to talk about what your healthcare wishes are. Exactly. And you need to, I mean, the healthcare is a huge one. You know, having that medical directive uh, is so, so important. And that's part of our whole process here. Mm -hmm is to make sure that people have that. Right. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically saying, hey, if this happens to me, and these are all the different conditions, by the way, and you list them out, mm-hmm. uh, this is what I want happen. Mm-hmm. So there's no question, hey, do we, you know, resuscitate? You know, do right. we give them this medication? Do we, you know, there's no questions. It's, it's all you, on documentation. Yep, how you handle when you're in a capacitated situation. Yep. Right. Yep. Now, I have heard issues of, even if you do have medical directors, sometimes there can be issues with the medical providers not actually doing exactly what that documentation says. Well, and, and besides that, you know, there's concerns too. I think that's why, you know, we're talking about making sure you talk to your children or whoever will be in charge of that. Because I've seen situations, again, in my previous career where, you know, the children don't agree. Well, yeah, on sure. what to have happened. So they, you know, your wishes may be such, but they're saying do whatever it takes to save this person, and and they don't, that's and they're tough. not, and they're listening to this children or the right. child, right? Right, and that's they're tough. not following the doc, the documentation that says do this, right? So watch I don't it. know, and I don't know what kind of liability there is on each side, well, or uh, you know, again, every situation's different. It is. So, but it is. Okay. I think having those conversations is important. Yep. Okay. Well, good. So that was some more good information. We had a little market update with Matt Bryant. We had uh, we discussed a little bit more about. After there isn't a life-changing event, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the first things you want to take care of, uh, some conversations you want to have. And next, we're going to get into more mm-hmm. um, ways that someone can prepare after the devastating loss of a spouse. It's mm-hmm. not a conversation we love to have, folks, 
but it's information that you need to have. It's reality. And it's reality. Yep. Okay. What are the two things you're going to do in your life? Pay debt or pay debt, Lord. <laughs> pay taxes and die. <laughs> That's right. You're going to pay taxes and die. So, so we're talking about the second one today, and we want to make sure that our wives slash husbands are taken care of if yep. something were to happen to you. So it's all next right here on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, we feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855. That number again is 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Okay, welcome back to a very vibrant and exciting (laughs) Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. See, I'm mixing up totally I, I on know. you. I know, you are, you are, yeah. but I'm ready. Okay, you're I'm doing here. great, by I'm the here. way. I'm you're, ready for you're it. You're a great co-host. <laughs> Thank okay, you. so uh, we've been talking about a topic that not everybody just loves to hear about and wants to talk about, but it is very, very important, and it's uh, protecting the surviving spouse. So if something happened to me, what would your wife or husband do? Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. how would they handle it from a financial uh, standpoint? Mm-hmm. Because you want to make sure like everything else that we talk about, that you have a plan. If you have a plan, it can avoid a lot of stress and a very emotional time. Yep. So, um, so now we're kind of talking about, you know, what do you do now that the, a spouse has passed? You know, so in the in the last segment, you know, we talked about making sure that, you know, your beneficiary forms are now updated because that has a change, you know, making sure your health care wishes are taken care of and, and how you want to be, you know, because now that you don't have a spouse that's going to be making those decisions, you've got a child or someone else making those. So now let's talk about some other things that you can prepare after, you know, that devastating loss. So and there are different types of assets that get paid out differently Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay and they're treated differently at death so i.e qualified accounts 401ks iras uh, which by the way those two are different everybody thinks well it's qualified it's a 401k it's exactly the works the same way as an ira Uh uh-uh no no sir no man point good point because a lot of those uh things are excuse me determined by the 401k plan document Mm. okay let me give you an example when you reach 70 and a half, okay, you have to take a required minimum distribution out of qualified money. Right. Okay. Now, how they calculate that are is uh, based on two different tables, single life table or joint life table. Okay. And I had a situation where the 401k was actually calculating on the wrong table for my client. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the money was still in the 401k plan. It was not mm-hmm. an IRA. It was in the husband's name. He passes away. She is now is become the owner of the 401k. Right. Okay. Now, what has happened is, is they're using the table based on his life expectancy. And so it's making her take out way more money than she should have mm-hmm. and paying more taxes than she should be paying. Got it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that is something I'm talking about, and they will not change it. Because mm. that's what the plan document says they need to trade it, treat it. Wow. So there, don't think that every qualified account is, is it operates the same. The same. Uh, operates yeah. the same when it comes to paying out beneficiaries and doing things like that. Wow. I mean, that's really, I'm just going to be honest, just hearing you talk about that. That's really complicated. It's something that I think most people wouldn't even think to inquire about. They won't. No. Unless you work with somebody that knows what they're doing and knows to ask the right accounts. questions. Yeah. Write those questions. That's why yeah. we, seriously, that's why our tagline is, is the retirement mm-hmm. people. That's all we do. Right. We work with retirement accounts. Mm-hmm. Okay. We work with people's retirement planning. And so by doing that, we have the specialized knowledge to be able to know these things and help change it for that person, by mm-hmm. the way. And we were. We were able to do that. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Good. So, Good. Um, okay. So another thing that you can do uh, and prepare 
for the uh, loss of a spouse is to consider consolidating your financial records, okay? Consider account numbers, contact information, social security numbers. What about passwords, okay? Uh, what about passwords, by the way, for beneficiaries? Mm-hmm. Let's say for the generational vault. Right. Can you do that? Answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Now you're the beneficiary, mom and dad are gone, has the ability to have information, all that information at the at their fingertips. Right. To have all that knowledge. Yep. Yeah. Otherwise, if they didn't have that, what would they be doing? Right. Just Running, calling around, scrambling? Calling around, scrambling. Hopefully they, you know, uh, have some kind of written documentation of where mm-hmm. their money is. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're scrambling through statements and they're calling on all these accounts. Well, do they have this account anymore? I don't know. Then you call the company. They say, sorry. Yeah, I can't, can't talk to you. you. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm the beneficiary. Well, according to our records, you're not. Or here's another response. Yes, sir, we do have you down here, but it's going to take some time to get all that paperwork processed, and we can't give you any information until it is. Mm. Sounds like you've heard this a few times. Oh, man, I'm telling you. As you're trying to get people organized. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's so important yeah. to have all of this organized and have authorized signers on mm-hmm. accounts or even just say, hey, I authorized Billy Joe. Mm-hmm. to have access to the information. Right. They can't do anything. They can't move any money or anything, but they can have access to the information. Right. And that right there, folks, is all what it's all about, is making sure that they have access to the information. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, okay. Sorry. I, got <laughs> I like your soapboxes, though. Well, I think they're good. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, okay. So, the next step would be consult the financial advisor to ensure your assets are structured to pass the maximum amount of legacy to your heirs, you know, I mean, obviously with the new tax law, 20, what is it? 24, 20, almost $25 million before you have any legacy taxes. So, right. <laughs> hey, listen, if you've got more than 25 million, you really need to give us a call about that to make sure you're all structured correctly. Okay. That's right. That's wink, right. Wink. <laughs> okay. That is a huge, huge increase. Yeah. But yeah. you know, it's, it's still, uh, you don't want to miss out on any opportunities that right. you know may be accessible to you now while you're still living mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that you uh, uh, plan for that at your death. All right, last, it is good to update your travel information. Again, man, this is great information. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you'll be traveling away from home, which, you know, that's what a lot of people like to do, and that's what they want to do when they retire. That's mm-hmm. why they worked their entire working career, okay, is to to be able to travel and do the things that you like to do. Now, not everybody likes to travel, obviously, but if you do and you're traveling away from home, make sure you all, excuse me, make sure you always take important information with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what would that be? Copy of your health insurance. Yes. Huh? How about that? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go overseas. I'm not going to get sick. Uh-uh. Uh, it happens. Know. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And, 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 and. And we've heard of. Do you remember the story, by the way? Okay, I got to. Are you going to talk about our cruise? Yes. Oh my gosh! Is that what you were thinking yes, too? it popped in my head. Yes. yes. Okay, I, you go ahead. Then. And you that was ahead. gosh, how, how many years ago was go that? Ahead. That was probably six, seven years ago. Yeah, something like that. Go ahead. So we were on a cruise, cruise ship, and of course, you know, um, if you've ever taken a cruise, there's, uh, you know, several thousand people a lot of times on these boats, and so you know you can tell when the boat's turning. I mean, they're large, you know, so you can you can feel it, especially if it's making a significant turn. And so everybody was kind of, we were wondering what was going on and we thought, okay, why are we making a turn? We can feel the turn. Well, someone had passed on our cruise ship. And so they were actually taking, um, and I didn't realize this. Do you remember that they actually have a corner on the ship and oh, they yeah. actually have a morgue on the ship? Yes. I had no idea. And so this person had passed and, and, and they had um, the body on the ship and they were taking it back to the most nearest port. I just couldn't believe it. But and to what your I point. couldn't believe, and I wish, we you know what, we need to have someone look this up for us, and maybe we'll just report it back to next week. But mm-hmm. anyway, the amount of people that pass away on cruise ships was out uh, outrageous. It was, a, it was an enormous number, uh, and it maybe not be enormous, but it right. was to larger be, than what you thought. Way yeah. larger than what we thought it would be. And, and But you do think, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of people that cruise and a lot of people that travel a lot are older mm-hmm. because they have the time and the resources and those kinds of things to be able to do that. Yeah. And but you think about it, you stop thinking about it, you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Our listeners wow. that cruise all the time may be going, guys, that happens all the time. <laughs> For us, it was just one of those things. No, where we're like, no, wow. Yeah, it does. Wow. I mean, it's just crazy to me. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine. But but it happens all the time. Hey, but you know what? If you're gonna go, I think I'd like to go that way uh, on it, vacation. It's, it's not. It's not a. It's not a bad I way. Mean, you know. Yeah. 
Anyway, okay. that's suffer, so funny. We both had that. Suffer thing. for two years or just, you know, get it over with on a boat. I yeah. don't know. Maybe it is. It's the way to go. Maybe that's a new business venture. Well, uh, I'm telling you, it's funny that popped in your head. Both of us, both of us thought of that. So, but to your point, when you're, venture, by the way, yeah, kidding. yeah, it's a joke. when you're traveling, it's important to take that stuff because you never know. Yeah, absolutely. To your point. That's the point. Yep. Okay. So any medications that you take, obviously you'd want to take those with you. Contact information for family members, et cetera. Yep. Okay. So having all of that information, having all of the the uh, the resources available to you, uh, the more the the merrier, as they say. Excuse me. And so you want to make hurt. Yeah, it's <laughs> not going to hurt. The more information you have now, while you're both still living, the better. The more documentation you have, the better. Uh, and the more conversation you have with your beneficiaries, because again, we're talking about protecting their surviving spouse, but what about your non-spousal beneficiaries? So communication, it goes back to every lesson mm-hmm. in life. I know. The more documentation you have, the more communication you have, the better prepared you are, the smoother things go. Absolutely. And that's just life. Yep. It's no different in the financial planning world. Right. Okay. But you have to have a plan. But, but you do have to a have plan a plan. just won't happen. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we're just, I'm glad we did this show. Yep. It's not something we just love to talk about. It's kind of like at church when they have a, a, a sermon about, you know, giving to the church. It, it's not something they love to do. Right. But it's just something you got to do. Right. And yeah. so anyway, keep, that's kind of the way I feel. Keep about life moving. So Keep yep. life moving. And we want to make sure that we're protecting the surviving spouse. And so hopefully you've gotten some good information out of this show this week. Uh, we uh, love bringing this show to you every single week. If you want to hear something uh, specific, please shoot us an email at the at the retirement playbook at gmail.com. Folks, have a great week, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Alspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.